Everybody, welcome to the fastest podcast on earth where I'm going to go ahead and just give everybody the round table in just one minute. I'm putting up the time right now. So we played, well, I didn't play it, but people played a little bit of Valheim. Valheim is a uh, Norse Viking survival game. It's all right. Um, buildings have weight to it. Are you we also played some grounded. Grounded is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids you didn't meets play uh, it. the Forest. Don't listen to him. Uh, ladybugs and whatnot. Uh, Vito played Fallen Order. That's Jedi's. He also played Little Nightmares. That's uh, Nightmares. Fuck, he's right. Um, Flask, Flask um, watched three horror movies that nobody ever heard of and an anime <laughs> that Greg has heard of but hasn't seen. I do. Uh, <laughs> uh, John. Did some more stuff with Disney Plus. Uh, Greg watched some anime. I will not be listening to that segment. And I <laughs> finished Pillars of Eternity. He did it, dude. I, I don't know what to anime, say. I but mean, now he, I he am. fucking nailed it. I wasn't going to say more than he said about Let's go bo- back over that and uh, mark with a red pen the questions he got wrong. The answers right, he got go, wrong. Let's go back and do the round table in slow-mo. Oh, you want to do the round table in slow-mo? All right, yeah. that's fine. Welcome to the Broken Campfire Podcast, the greatest podcast of all time. Um, I'm your host, Andy. I have John, Flash, Greg, and Vito next to me. Welcome, my friends. Hey, man, Hello. how you doing? It's, thanks Hello. for having me on again. And I just want to remind Hi. everybody before we hop into the round table that you can reach us at brokencampfire.gmail.com and send us questions to read out loud feedback about our podcast we're still pretty young and new and uh eager to hear from you so eager uh, and uh supple you know our long time listeners by the that we're always wanting your opinions on subway that being said Vito, hey how you doing what have you been up to this uh, last <clears throat> two weeks right we didn't record last week so yeah, yeah. last two weeks I'm good. I feel good about this pod. I got things to say. I've been playing games, watching some shows. Let's start with Jedi Fallen Order. I told you guys I got EA Play a, a month of it for a dollar. I'm playing Dead a Space buck. 3 with Greg, and I'm playing Jedi Fallen oh, Order. Right. right. Uh, overall, the game is awesome. I really like it. I'm no, I'm no big Star Wars fan, uh, but I'm really enjoying it. It feels so good to play a good game that has the benefit of AAA production. Um, the game is, is so well produced. The voice acting is really great. The facial animation is fantastic. Um, especially in, I just want to point out that character, uh, Grease is his name, right? Flask, the, mm-hmm. the alien dude. He's a great character. Voice acted really well. His facial animation, he's an ugly ass, I don't know, like kind of, rat fat rat alien i don't know how to describe him but he looks so good um yeah production you know the, like the, a grease ball he's like a big grease man. ball big hairy grease ball yeah um <laughs> he, ball. he reminds me of like the the trainer from rocky i forget that guy's name ollie i, I couldn't say i don't remember oh uh, huh! um wait you're not talking about like creed right like apollo creed the band no, I'm talking about the trainer, uh, Rocky's trainer. Yeah, that was that was the bad guy. Anyway, um, didn't didn't yeah. Creed train Rocky? I got my backwards. Don't listen to Andy about anything. He trained Just with him, on. but that's not that's not the guy who was in the meat locker. Yeah, no, that's him. the guy. Yeah. Exactly. Oh right, right, right. I feel like his name's like Manny or something, something similar to that. Anyway, um, oh, uh, nah, it, I, it, it was a uh, it was Creed. 
No. Now that's why they named it. Now I have to look it up in the middle of the podcast. It's Mickey. It's Mickey. Brad, Brad Pitt. Yeah, Paul, oh, Paulie is his brother-in-law, right? Now I don't know. Now you know what? Honestly, I, I like barely even saw all those movies. Now you made me admit it. Yeah, because he gets the robot. He gets. He gets a robot in. Uh, in Rocky. It's number four. Yeah, it's real. Uh, we are. I am so lost at this point. <laughs> it's not like a fucking like fighting combat robot. It's just, just I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. It's I don't even know weird... if you're talking about Star Wars or Rocky now. I didn't know there was no, robots Rocky. Rocky. There is a there's a robot of sorts. <laughs> Yo, when we watching Rocky? Gonna... I've never watched them. All right, I'm in the middle of my round table. I don't know if you guys remember. We're talking about Jedi Fallen Order. Rocky, right? <laughs> oh yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. This guy oh. put Stallone in Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, I don't dude. Know what <laughs> He beats the shit out of Vader. Hey, Dol- hey, Dolph Lundgren no makes it. I'll, take, <laughs> I'll right take a Stallone skin. If they could put fucking what's his name in Gears of War, they could put Stallone into uh, Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> yeah. He's a bounty hunter. And, and, you, and you know Stallone is a big Star Wars stan. Sure, hey, yeah. Hey, Vader. I ain't here no belt. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was terrible. Anyways. Uh yeah, the game's uh gorgeous. Um I was talking last week about one of my favorite things in Dead Space was like certain levels that have this like very large sense of scale. Um right. in that game, you know, it was about floating in space and these large levels. So Star Wars also has like this really great sense of scale. A lot of the levels are massive. Could be like, you know, uh, fighting alongside an enormous, uh, I don't know what they call them, spaceship. Um, yeah, spaceship. Star cruiser, whatever. Like a big crashed uh, spaceship or something like that. Or, or one level you're in this enormous uh, Wookiee forest. Um, but yeah, I just really enjoy the the sense of scale in the game. It's very very pretty. Level design is, is creative and, and beautiful. Um, and the levels are really, really big. And they get bigger on uh repeated visits to those planets so i really like that it's kind of like a metroid type deal where you 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 go back and visit uh previous levels and they get more complicated and open up as you gain more force powers and whatnot um but yeah i'm just really enjoying the game you guys know all about it. it's got uh souls like combat cool force powers and um that's it i'm not i'm not done with it yet but uh, I've made uh, some good progress. Where are you right now? I am fighting some big owl creature on oh, okay. Darth yeah. Maul's planet. Okay, gotcha. I, I didn't know if I had, had missed any streams since the last one I saw. Oh, uh, yeah, no. no I, You're I pretty close with that fight. Yeah, I, I feel saw. like I've been playing... playing. Oh, I'm pretty close to beating that fight. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I got him downloaded. Well. He's, you got him he's downloaded. Done. He's absolutely done. I, I meant to go back and beat him real quick, but uh, I then uh, we started playing Valheim, which I'm not even going to talk about. I'm going to let John talk about Valheim because he has more playtime. Um, Why does he get to talk about it? Huh? Or Greg. Or Greg. Yeah, whatever. E- either of you guys. I, I forgot about you, Greg. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. The prophecies <laughs> have already Thank, been foretold. Thanks, yeah. Dad. I appreciate it. Uh, what else? What else? Um... Little Nightmares 2. That just came out yesterday. Me and John are already on it. I played. And John's already beat it, and you have not. 
I have not. I'm gonna let John take that so, too. But I've been uh, my big question hours. is, uh, what what's what's so hard about it for you? Like, wasn't hard about it for John? Well, no, that's that's misleading. I'm only like I'm on the I'm just starting the third out of five chapters. I'll let John take that. Um, I watched the Netflix original show Lupin. 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 Not Lupin the Third. Ah, yes, the Lupin. Studio Ghibli movie, Lupin the Third, the Castle of Cogliostro. Yeah. Right. No, um, <clears throat> Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, it's like a mystery, mystery thriller detective show. Um, it's a French language show. You know, you watch it uh, subtitled. It's about a smooth gentleman thief named Assan Diop. Um, who is either obsessed with or maybe has some sort of deeper relationship to the fictional gentleman thief Arsan, uh, Ar- Ar- I'm not even sure if I'm saying that right, Arsene, Arsan, Arsen. Arsen Lupin. Um, and uh, yeah, if you like, you know, Sherlock, the Sherlock series with Benedict Cumberbatch or similar shows, the show is... Uh, I say it's more than serviceable, and uh, the first season's only five episodes. So definitely, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, worth worth checking out. I enjoyed it. I second, so, I second this but, recommendation. I've I've only seen the first uh, two, maybe three episodes, but uh, huh. I I thought it was enjoyable. But really, though, yeah. does it not have any connection to Lupin the Third, even though it's also no. So, from what I understand, I I remember Lupin the Third. When I was a kid, you know, on Adult Swim, I didn't watch a lot yeah. of it, but that is about the like third descendant of Arsene Lupin. Oh, so it's from the yeah, same it's like his, source it's his grandfather. Thing. Yeah, and this show so far is just about some random dude who um, it has an obsession with the the character Ar- Arsene Lupin. Oh, I see. So there's no relation between the anime and the show. I was thinking the same thing when I went in. Um, but they call the Lupin, huh? Yeah, I'm. I'm assuming, you know, the second or the continued seasons will. Well, dive I, into. I guess they. I guess they both have a, the common inspiration as the only connection. Hmm. Yeah. Um, other than that, what else? Uh, I'm watching Cowboy Bebop. With uh, my girlfriend, I, I've seen this show uh, when it was on Adult Swim when I was a kid. I had watched it many times, but definitely not in order. You know, as as you would watch a show on Adult Swim most of the time, you just catch an episode here and there. Yeah. Um, and then two of our friends watched the whole series a couple months back, um, and I watched some of it with them. But I've never watched the whole thing actually, like episode to episode. So I'm doing that now. Very right, dude. Say, say again. I said it's a great ride. I, th- I think it's paced very well. It's amazing. It's so amazing. I'm not an anime I, fan. At all. I, I think I think some of my favorite episodes are like right there in the middle too, like twelve, thirteen. I can't, I can't remember what it was. I think there's a big two parter where like a lot of shit happens. Okay, right so that's what I want to talk about. Actually, I love this show. I think it's actually probably one of my favorite pieces of media. It's it's that good. I, I love the soundtrack. Is incredible. Um, and, and, you know, I was just doing some research into the soundtracks. Actually, I'll listen to the soundtrack now on Spotify. Um, but that band, The Seatbelts, was a band that was created 
just for the show and the soundtrack was made actually before the show was was uh was written or or <laughs> animated possibly so you you might say that the show is actually some of it is some of these scenes are based on that soundtrack um but yeah and then the the cinematography in the show is is incredible uh i just really like it a lot but now that i'm watching it a second time around i have one uh big problem with the show doesn't ruin the show for me but i think that vicious is a terrible character um he, he's just so uninteresting and so uncharacterized <laughs> compared to the other characters. He's just like, uh, like edge. Like he's the, the most uh, anime of the characters. <laughs> he's the most anime of the characters. Exactly. But he's like the incarnation of like edge, like edgy teenager. Like his name is vicious. That's, that's fine. Whatever. He's got like a big crow on his shoulder and like all he wants to do is like do evil and just betray everybody that he knows and people who are good to him even just for like the sake of it. Like they don't really like, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think they really explain it. There's only like five or so like central plot episodes, I think throughout the whole show. Um, and, and two of them. So there's that two parter that you're talking about, uh, that is called, I think it's Jupiter jazz. Yeah. And I thought those were the two worst episodes I've seen by far. Oh, wow. Man, I mean, I haven't seen the... Mind you, I've not seen the show in a decade. My opinion then may definitely may not be my opinion now. But I remember at the time, especially Jupiter Jazz, my first time through, I was like, wow, that was a great episode. Yeah, I mean, there's elements of, of those episodes that are cool. Like, you know, the setting is they're on this planet um, where for some reason there's no women. It's just like all these like... I don't know. It's like a mining planet, maybe, with just mm -hmm. men. Just an interesting setting. Um, but Vicious as a character just ruins it for me. It's it's you know it's all about Vicious those two episodes, and he's just not interesting at all. Um, and I just didn't really remember that as a kid. I probably thought Vicious was cool because he was just like cool looking and stuff. I and think I think I think the mystery about him yeah. is cooler your first time through. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's really all I wanted to mention is that I don't know if you guys remember that show, but that character sucks. And um, <laughs> I'm excited for the rest of the show, but I, I'm not looking forward to any other vicious episodes. I think there's only like the finale, like the last two episodes that are vicious from what I remember. Um, and that's it for me, folks. I've seen that twice, that show. I've seen it twice in my life and I still... I have a hard time remembering like the. I, there's so few episodes, and yet I have a hard time remembering like the content of a lot of them. Well, yeah, I mean they're all kind of uh, self-contained episodes. Each yeah. episode, which you think would make them more, more uh, memorable, likely maybe? to stick in my mind is like, oh, that's the episode where. But all I remember is like toys in the attic and the the invincible umbrella dude and like the. Um, my favorite episode so far. Face I've, stuff. I mean, my favorite, I've loved all of them, but my favorite episode has been uh, uh, Ganymede Elegy. It's a uh, Jet-centric episode where, like, Jet visits his uh, his ex. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's that's my my favorite. So is far. is 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 Jackie and Cyberpunk just a just an homage to Jet? 
Why do you say that? Aren't they kind of like similar build? Like big, big, big guys, and they're both sidekicks <laughs> to the main guy. Come on, Cabron. Um, nah, I don't think so. I no, mean, actually, Jet's like super like res- right. reserved. No, and I, just, like... I just look it up. Wow, good call then. No, I'm kidding. You're probably right. I mean, if you looked it up and found that you were right, then no yeah, one can I mean, speak that's, that. That's it. Uh, guys, I wouldn't lie on this podcast, but I actually I did lie on this podcast. Oh. I mean, I guess we established in the first episode that you can lie on this podcast. That's true. Is that all you got, my friend? That's that's all I got. Mister, Is that enough for you? Is Mr. it good enough? Vito, thank you for sharing, because Andy's not going right. to say it. Andy, what would right. you rate that? Thanks, Greg. What would you rate Vito's God. round table? Honestly, you know, I just finished the experience, but off the top of my head, 7-5. Hey, that's not bad. I'll yeah, take that. Bad. I'm definitely a 7-5 like, person in general. I'm, I don't think that's true. It, 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 it's going down lower the more I think about it. We should just go ahead and start with John and yeah, yeah, work yeah. even up to the last couple weeks. Oh, what if John but up to this? What everyone wants to know is we're all dying to know. Yeah, well, I mean, I want to know. I mean, you're you were the second person I asked. So right. It's not like I was wanting to know that badly. Let's start off small. In fact, here. let's go ahead and go to the flask. Oh. No, I'm kidding. As my first topic, I'd like to throw it back to John real quick for his oh, entire Oh, there rotating. he goes. What's oh, up, dude? You're not the host! Alright, starting off small, there was a, I don't even know what it's called, there's some sort of daily on Steam last week where they had just a, a ton of games um, with demos attached to them, you know, that are presumably coming out this year, and one of them was First Class Trouble, and we played it, we only played it like once actually, like one night, uh, basically it's just a um, Among Us, but fancier, uh, Greg, you were playing. You can, you can chime in if you want. Uh, well, yeah, so this you... is this is the one percenters among us, if you will. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You start, okay, so you start off on a a like sh- a, a space station, like a spaceship. In, yeah, yeah, yeah like a cruise, cruise ship in space, right? And it's six players, and two people are uh, synthoids, so they're like you know the traitors, and uh, the ship seems to have malfunctioned. Slowly, you're running out of oxygen. So it's the human player's objective to go through the ship. You have to get a various uh, key cards in various areas, and you have to pass obstacles and work together. And you get through, and then you get to the um, the airy back. The, the um, then, oops, sorry, I just want to say real quick. Uh, the AI is uh, like malfunctioning, and that's why they, you have the uh, the synths so in your group. You're like you're all synths. working together to uh, to get to the AI room and to shut down the AI and escape. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, that. So anyway, so as you're going around the ship, you know, like you can, um, you know, obviously you don't know who each other are, and there's different ways to kind of, fun ways to kill each other. Uh, if you're, you can go up to somebody, you can press F, you can hold F, and you'll go around and you'll grab them, but that only immobilizes them. However, if you can convince another person to go up while somebody's grabbed, they can choke them and kill them. Holy However, shit. Two synthoids cannot do it. Like, a synthoid can't grab him, and another synthoid can't choke him. Like, you know, it's not too easy for them. Uh, and often, 
you know, there's other ways too. Like there's a, you know, there's like a pool on the the cruise liner. You can walk by it and you can just like nonchalantly just there's like a push button as well. There's a push and grab. There's the two buttons to interact with people. They have a little push button. You ragdoll them down and they fall in the pool and you know they, they'll have a little bar that says like drowning. And if somebody doesn't come over in like you know 10 or 15 seconds, they just die. So, you know, you're killing people in different ways like that. You know, as you progress, it was pretty I good. Wonder, the only, uh, only problem it was locked to six players, which to be oh. fair did feel really good playing it like it felt like a good number but uh you know we, we could always use more yeah for sure for sure as a um, player can't you just like stand in the middle of a room like and you know hope that there's no hazards to be killed with well we well, gotta advance to the next area i'll say so one yeah you're you need to advance to the next area because you're losing oxygen uh you know, so you'll die if you just stand still. But two, you know, you have to get the key cards to advance. So, you know, you could try to move in a giant group. But if all of you make it to the end, to the airlock, uh, you have to decide, like, is the synthoid still among us? You know what I mean? Or are they still in our party? I don't want to get sued. That sounds dope. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it sounds like just complicated enough for me to want to play it over, like, among us. Oh, dude. Um, when you was... start choking somebody, can you cancel it? Like... Uh, I think you could stop, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, I there was were just wondering, like, if you had, like, three or four people in a group, couldn't you just kind of, like, play a process of elimination and just screen people by having them try to choke somebody? I think you I could. mean... You just fucking own the game? You, oh, my God. I, uh... Dude, that was such a fun... We maybe, played, uh, hold on, Seth, think, actually, you know what, now that I'm thinking, maybe you can't cancel it then, because... That would yeah, that would just break the game. You could push, you could push people because I know oh, I've, right. I know mm-hmm. I know I've pushed people getting choked. Yeah, I don't know. I just We're gonna have to try it, dude. That game is so damn funny though. Like some of the de- like uh, the first time we played, me and Kyle were we spawned next to each other. and We were just talking about like how the game looked, and all we hear in the distance is Kyle or Kurt screaming bloody murder, <laughs> and it's like really muffled. So we start, so we open the door and Kurt. Just bolts down the stairs like on fire, screaming bloody murder, and Kyle just starts cracking up. Yes, he, he like doesn't move for like most of the game. He's just dying of laughter, and all we we just had ugh. the game has. I'd say that's one of its major uh it's like things. That, yeah, it's got some. It's got some good hilarity in it. Uh, on the other end of that, I actually. Me and Oxford were, you know, we were messing around trying to figure out the game. We were trying to push each other into the fire, and then Kurt came over, and I stood back. I just watched Knoxville push him into the fire, and then he and he went running and screaming. But I'll never tell. <laughs> uh, so, Wait yeah, that was... John, this was recording. Oh, uh, oh you just... Yeah, that's yeah, all right. They don't listen to this. They'll never know. Yeah, they don't True. So that cool. was... Uh, it says Departing Early trouble. 2021. So there you go. Hopefully, I mean the game seemed pretty month? complete as far as I know. Uh, yeah, I mean I wouldn't be surprised. It came out in the next a, month or so. That free Xbox Live Arcade game we played. What was that? Was that called the Ship? Maybe. Yeah, the Ship. Yeah, I don't remember playing that one, but that's that was, what a bunch of people were saying. Yeah, it's it's basically yeah, like the Ship. I don't remember being an Xbox Live game though. I don't remember that either, but I remember I remember the ship. I actually I thought, I thought it was on the arcade. Was maybe not. No, or at least maybe it wasn't. I don't remember that. I think that was a we, PC we thing. We played that like one been. or two games. There might have even I'm been a Source Engine game. 
Alright, I'm definitely thinking of something else, because I know there's something on the Xbox that we play in. Alright, moving no, up. That was like a murder game on a ship. Alright, go ahead, yeah. Uh, Are you doing an order of, of dollars again, or...? Dollars? <laughs> yeah, sure. Pod, you want no, this is, this is a different order. See if you can figure it out. Okay. Alright, All right, so first was First Class Trouble demo. Next, I've watched more episodes of Disney Plus's WandaVision. I'm, uh, they've, you know, they're doing an episode a week, so I've watched five episodes now. That's all that's out. And I've got to say, my opinion of the show has gone up last time. I think last time I was pretty, you know, I'm, I'm watching it to watch it. You were jazzed up last time. Was that jazzed up? I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe off up. the record, off the record, you were jazzed up, I think. I'm sorry. I'm, re I'm revealing right. too much. Go on. Oh, no. We talked to each other outside <laughs> of this. Yeah. I'm so I, I watched the, like, the first three episodes. I thought, they, I mean, they were fine. They were good. I mean, and, and, you know, they're good to set up what's happening. But it was like, you know, I still wasn't hooked. Uh, I guess I'm still not hooked. I don't watch a lot of TV. Anyways, uh, you know, episode four came out. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then episode five came out. And I was like, oh, this is pretty pretty good yeah episode five right uh now. episode five shakes things up a little bit they're doing some pretty exciting stuff actually yeah flash is in on it. he's watching i gotta get in on this somebody else fucking wrote on uh social media the other day they said the same thing they said what what are the implications for the marvel universe? i'm annoyed <laughs> oh, with Lord. how cavalier the internet is being about like yeah. basically spoiling the stuff that's going on in well, that i don't show. know what happened though no I, that's good but i'm i i have seen people just like blatantly spoiling the show and i don't understand why it's like you wouldn't do that for other shows i don't know what makes this one okay i think what it is is that people just assume that you're just everybody's like, you're in on the zeitgeist and if you're not like you just don't matter you know right like that's your fault that you're not i guess yeah that's probably and i don't think they're right it. but um well i mean yeah, the person who only watched like the first two or two or three seasons of game of thrones i know most of anything that happened in the show just because yeah just because so many people <laughs> talk about it there's somebody at worst memes well, and bubble, you know pictures yeah, maybe I shouldn't say that, but well, whatever. I'm not. I'm not insulting anybody. There's somebody at work who uh, was really into the Mandalorian and asked if I'd seen. It. I was like, No, you know what? I haven't. I haven't really heard great things. He was like, Really? What have you heard? And I like <laughs> told him. Uh, and I basically just said, Well, my good friend, and I was like referencing class, was like telling me blah 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 blah. Um, I don't remember exactly what I said. And his response was, Wow, you should unfriend him. <laughs> Dude. Did you? All right. Uh, yeah, I remember Flask on Facebook that day. He just hasn't noticed because he doesn't sign on much. Uh, <laughs> but it's official. <laughs> Man. That was some weeks ago. But did you see Baby Yoda, dude? Get fucked, Flask. <laughs> I guess I am. Right. On Let's, Facebook. Uh... Yeah, don't show up on Facebook no more, kid. <laughs> yeah, you movie. won't find me there. Uh, that's WandaVision. Check it out. I've got Disney Plus. Cool stuff going on. Ain't not that good. It's not good enough to buy Disney Plus, but well, I got yeah, that right. free free uh, month on Game Pass. I'm gonna watch it. You oh yeah, watch yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have you access to it, definitely watch it. But like, okay. you know, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. Sure. Spend extra money. Uh, then we got, then we got Vikings. We got Vikings. 
Boy, uh, do we. I'm going to skim on this a little bit. Because I think Greg is one that even posted the game, uh, maybe. Yes. Uh, so, you know. I was the I am Odin. Yeah, and I don't, Odin, get, the, I don't so get the fucking Bellheim, respect I deserve. Very cool. I have to say, you know, it's it's well, it's still early for the game. It only came out I think less than a week ago, or a week give or take a day. It's got a million to, sales. Uh, so I think I think I will say it's probably my favorite survival game that I've played. Um, wow. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. It's a good. But why do you? I say mean, that? I'm not like a. Why do I? Uh, all right, I, I'll go into some reason. So, I think that. The, the level of of access to it is... If you don't play a lot of survival games, so it's, it's funny, you know, when we're, like, getting the tin and copper that you think that's, like, a lot. That's, like, very minimal in, like, a lot of survival games to, like... Well, because I think of games resources. like Minecraft, I guess, is, that's, like, you know, uh, spent some time with where it's, like, all you gotta do, you dig down, and you're gonna find, like... Like for, well, for instance, to be like fair, if you, you haven't spawn- played Minecraft in a while. It's a totally different game now. But I know oh, what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, I just I remember in a lot of other survival games that I played, even like Terraria, like resources not being that as rare as in Valheim, where if I want copper, I might need to go on like a fucking venture to find a copper vein, and then it's gonna take me a while to mine it because your initial pickaxe kind of sucks. And then you got to bring a cart with you and fill up the cart, bring it, and then take that all the way back. And it's just, it's just a very time-consuming... So here are my counter-examples, though. In Valheim, and opposed to, I think, any survival game that I've ever played, including Minecraft, so like you said, you have your shitty pickaxe. When it breaks, any other survival game ever, you're going to either have to remake that pickaxe, or you're going to have to at least put, like, half or, or three-fourths of the resources into repairing it. Belheim, you just walk to the bench, you click, boom. So right there, you're already cutting down how much stuff you need by... I, I Honestly, I couldn't even tell you after like hours and hours of playing, you're talking like hundreds oh, of... That, that's great. You know, that, that really annoys me and grounded. We'll, yeah, we'll talk the, about that later. But. The upkeep stuff is very uh, easy on you. And there's that's a lot nice. of quality of life decisions made to make... Right. Like once you've established a, a stable position, you're not going to slide back just because you're not keeping up with it. Yeah, uh, yeah, another big one, uh, you know, a lot of, or most survival games, you have a food meter and you have a thirst meter, and if you, you know, you don't start eating or drinking, you're going to start dying. Uh, In this game, there's no thirst meter at all, you know, and the food meter, it is there. However, even if you don't eat, you'll never die, you'll just go to 20 health, so if you don't want to bother with it while you're just around town, you don't have to. Um... I think the building, the building's also one of the greatest things. There's so many survival games have this, this shitty, clunky, like, super just stiff building. I'm thinking of Ark in particular right now. Uh, grounded, you know, not great either, a little better. And th- and this building, I, I don't know, I just feel it just works. Like, you, I have an image in my head, I'm like, oh, I can build that, all right, cool. And then I do. And it just... Yeah, it was crazy. Cool. Like, I mean, they have the whole, like... Uh you know, uh, weight distribution thing that like you can't, you need to have a stable foundation. When I first walked into that, uh, the town, the village, I was, I was pretty amazed with how it looked like a real village because everyone had to actually build real houses. Like everyone needed to actually build correctly because that's the way it indu, you know, influences you to build, uh, it necessitates that. So like everything looks good. <laughs> yeah, professional. 
Yeah. Um, going on, I think the combat is better than probably any other survival game because most survival games are, you know, exclusively in like first person or something like that. And like, I mean, Minecraft, for example, the combat is click and the guy swings the sword in front of you, you know? Yeah. That's it. You try to click and you try and dodge. And this, you know, there's there's rolling, there's parrying, there's different damage types, there's uh, you know, there's different weapons, there's different moves. Yeah. I, um, I still think the combat overall, I'm sure you agree, is very simple. But yeah, it's it's got just enough well, yeah. complexity, I guess, to keep it interesting. I mean, I think it's as simple or as complex as Dark Souls. Like Dark Souls, I mean, I like yeah. melee combat. It's roll, block, you know. I mean, but it's, it feels good, though, you know, when it works. Excuse me? Uh, and then I guess lastly, I think the the progression is just I think it's he's great. just kidding, listeners. He's he's just kidding uh, about that Dark Souls. Thing. <laughs> you know, a lot of survival games you 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 get popped in there and you're like, all right, well, I'm just surviving. Uh, I don't know how to do anything. But in this game, you know, every you pick up an item and then it tells you, oh, you learned how to make this, and like it points you in that direction. I think I think as people were saying, it takes a lot from Terraria. You know, you start off in an area, you get strong, and you fight that area's boss. And then it gives you a key to get to like uh, the next right. biome, and you do that, and it's just you know the progression feels good. You know some survival games don't even have it's just like hey you're here, walk around have, and that's fine. Some people like that, you know. Other people like a goal to build towards, you know. And so all I'm that put together, a, just, I'm uh, definitely a just, goal uh, kind of guy. And it passed the eye test. I just like how it looks. Yeah, yeah I'm a sucker for those. Uh... Of those like PS1 textures, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, all yeah, that, they, that game looks like great. Per- perfect storm of 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 game. I think the most. I think I, I, I think honestly, the only thing that's kept me from buying it is that like I got other things on my plate right now, and there's there's ten folks playing that game off and on, yeah. like continuously all week. I know if I joined in now, I would not be able to keep up, and I wouldn't get the full experience, which is fine. I'll just pick that game up later. Uh, later update. See, yeah, I, sure. I, I do think you could hop in, and I say that, and I said that to Flask too, who just recently hopped in, because in my opinion, for what I've seen, pro- progress is so slow that individually, like I was saying, as a group, we've progressed a bit, but individually, like I don't think any of us are, you know, doing anything that's completely out of reach. I know some of us have like bronze armor, which is like a little bit higher level armor and some cool weaponry, but you know. You could keep up with those those players. Um, I, I know, but I but I also enjoy the experience of oh fuck, we all just crash landed here. What are we gonna do? And like yeah, building the first is, house and all that. That is. I think I think we could definitely like get back into it at some later point, and that would be a good entry point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Later. It's, it is also it's also uh you know, like Minecraft's a procedurally generated map. I mean, you, know, you got the different biomes, but uh you know it's supposed to be a different map. You know, when you play it. So, yeah, and I definitely, yeah, see, like, starting over and having different runs. And, yeah. and then, they, like I said, all of this, you know, great, whatever I said, everything, you know, whatever. And the game's only been out for, and it's not like a 1.0, this is the game, you know. It's an early access game that's been out for a week. So, you know, they're only going to build upon it. And, I, I mean, I guess there's a possibility they could do something to ruin it. But, you know, it just seems like it's only going to get better. Yeah, and, and to not forget to mention that, the game is we're all really enjoying the game and it's a 10 player capacity at any given moment you can have more than 10 players but not at a, playing at a time um but the game chugs uh and is basically unplayable when all 10 players are in the That's same true. area or <laughs> or yeah definitely when like I'm, we I'm had to split up, up early access 
Oh, of course. I'm, I'm fine chalking that up to early access, but you know we have a big no, group, was, and it's, it's now, actually unplayable. Now, I feel like I need to add, there is a disclaimer on the game page in one of key, in key features that says co-op, 2 to 10. We recommend playing co-op with 3 to 5 players, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we're doing a little. We're doing some Tower of Deadly Monster uh, breaking. Yeah, breaking the recommendations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, 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 yeah, definitely right. There's one time we 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 decided we grant we because usually yeah we live kind of spread out so it's not too big of a problem. We decided we're gonna gather everybody up. We're gonna attack this Draugr village. We had all ten of us, and the the lag or whatever the the desync was so bad that we got to the village or you know where somebody had it marked on their map. But it wasn't right. there. There was nothing there. It was just an there. empty, Not nothing no loaded in. Yeah, no enemies. And then little by little, like things started to load in as we like kind of spread apart. Yeah. And it, but it was we had to retreat. There's no way we could fight them because we couldn't even see them. Yeah. But you know, are you sure that wasn't a feature 10. like the Draugr pop in? Dude, that's what I kept saying. It was like the <laughs> they were sh a shrouding mist. Uh, They're using some yeah, sort of magical, magic. Yeah, uh, magical barrier. Draugr pop in ambush. Yeah. Yeah, I know I said I wasn't going to say much about the Viking game, but that's that's the Viking game. Yeah, what did you uh, leave for Greg? You I, well, Vito was fucking goading me. He was like, hey, you're game <laughs> shit, you know that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, he did say that. I remember that. Uh, and then, lastly, Little Nightmares 2, which I did finish. Um, I mean, it's, it's good. It's Little Nightmares, but 2. Uh, I don't want to say too, too. I want to talk about it more, but Vito hasn't beaten it yet, so I want to talk about it with him when he beats it. Uh, I did like it. I don't like the AI companion all the way through. I thought, I don't like this. I feel my like they got in my way. With, yeah, so far and, have been the same. And I, actually, more so than them getting in my way, I had two or three times where there was a very simple solution to get out of the room, and I tried it. But because the AI didn't like follow me to like give me the boost, I just thought that wasn't it. And then I spent like twenty to thirty minutes trying other things until I was just you know just fucking slamming my head in the wall. And they're like, "Oh, I'll walk over now." So uh, AI side, though, all the environments, you know, all the stuff you're looking for in the game, the new enemies, and you know, cool ending, crazy you know, running and jumpings, all there. Beautiful, uh, uh, spooky, fucking super creepy visuals. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, if you like the first one, I mean, it's thirty bucks. I will say that. It's pricey. Know, I think. If you're not rolling. I mean, if you're not uh, a baller status, as they would say in two thousand six. Um, maybe maybe wait for it to go on sale or something. But if you like the first game and you got cash, go for it. Yeah, if you got the cash for it, it's a great experience. It uh, is longer than the first one. Not a whole lot longer, but it is a little longer. I like and yet you still finished about, it, and Vito didn't. Well, I only start. All right. Well, I'm not like stuck or nothing. <laughs> right, I, I only played yeah, like yeah. two hours. Four people, last four night. people get uh, in. I started before Vito. I wanted to yeah. watch him play it, and then I played this morning. I finished it. Yeah, I'm only I'm only like two hours in. I'm not stuck. I'm congratulations, just fine. John. <laughs> Probably beat it tonight. Or I bet you will, on. Vito. And that's uh, that's it. Alright, cool. Well, hold on. Can anybody guess? What your pattern what was? What the pattern was? I was thinking about it the whole fucking time. The uh, pattern? Was like, hey, I'm gonna go... Mm. I don't know what I you're talking no idea, about. I have no idea, dude. 
I mean, uh, we're on the same hang on, hang on. Hmm. His pattern of games, his order. He's always got a different So he went order. from a game to a show. Back to a game. So he went from a... He went from... Uh, Trouble. Uh, did he go trouble. from... Oh, I, I, did he go from various states of progress and release? No. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. Is that, was that what it was? Well, well, that is a pretty cool answer. Uh, I just went from the bottom up. <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> well, Andy, no, the question was... Stupid answer. So dumb, Andy. No, that was my pattern. I just went from the bottom up. Vito, Vito was the one assuming that there was some sort of bigger Method. goal, and I was just playing along with him. I don't know. You're always <laughs> doing some sort you're of John, you're too chess. smart for us. No, but Andy's was actually cool. I wish that was what I was thinking. That's that. I mean, it makes sense, right? Even you know. Yeah, John, you're not that smart. When we're gonna yeah, go ahead and pissed, move on to yeah, Flask, piss me off. I'm John, a funny you're too guy, smart. you know. You're the funny guy, right? Right. I know my place. You know, I'm not trying to uh, read a book. Right. Greg's the anime guy. <laughs> Flask's, Flask's the creative guy. I'm the science guy, and Vito is there. Moving on to Flask. Actually, sorry, Bill Nye is the science guy, and I hate to, sorry, I hate to burst your little bubble. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Give me yeah. I beat him up. I beat him up. You got a few decades. Even hard. You would not win in a science battle against Bill Nye. I would definitely be him up, molly -whopped. I would be I would be his old ass up. There ain't no doubt about that. He ain't that old. He's, he's gotten sad. He's gotten real something. sassy in the last couple of years too. Yeah, I would just I would I would just talk about how shitty that Netflix show was, and I'll just deflate him. You hear that from me? Uh, I just want to say right here in front of God and man in the quick Google search that I did. Bill Nye only has a BS in mechanical engineering. Uh, Kidding me? I'm pretty sure Andy has a higher degree of education than that. Um, do you? Well, you know, since it was brought up, I do in fact have a higher degree of education than that. God, shoot! Oh, Bill Nye, the science nobody. Get the fuck out, bud. Science has rejected Nye. And Speaking of science, what, what have you been doing the last couple weeks, Flask? Uh, science, science. No, I don't got anything here about that, whatever that is. But well, I do have... You're a, you're a piece of scientific glassware, so it's always relevant. Yeah. I played uh, the medium. played through that. Oh. How was that? I, uh, I went back to it just to, you know, last time I said I had some some problems so i went back to it just to futz around some more with the settings uh but i didn't end up encountering any more like texture bugs for for a while uh, it. yeah I don't, I don't know what changed i don't i don't know even that they updated it but i don't know what changed um i mean it came back the, the flickering came back later in some places but it didn't seem to be a huge deal even then uh i had one crash to dex to desktop that thankfully only lost me a few minutes of progress, but uh, no one should be making a game these days that doesn't have a proper saving system. <laughs> the game, the game only has auto saves, no manual saves whatsoever. It's just, like it's just annoying game design in my book. Like they don't respect your time. Hmm. I don't know. 
I feel that. That pisses me off too. Just to confirm, uh, the game does not have ultra wide support. My brain was ignoring the black uh, bars last time. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, it has flaws though. It, it, cool visuals, uh, pretty great atmosphere, you know. Uh, the sound Spooky. design and music are pretty good. Uh, sound mixing, not great. Uh, spooky, not really. <laughs> no, that's what I heard about it. That's not really like a horror game per se. Or yeah, I mean, it's say about that. It tries to be in some respects, but is not scary. Tries um, to be scary, but sucks. Yeah, it it generally looks great. Uh, some texture pop in, or the animations are not that great. Um, but I was generally impressed with the uh the visuals and environmental design um i think the fact that it quickly recouped its development costs speaks to how starved gamers are for silent hill games Mm -hmm. and and it because it really is trying it's like silent hill af you know it's it's like empty resort uh there's an other world dead wife in the other world there's fleshy sinew everywhere uh dead wife uh there's a lot of stuff you could mention, but that's not a bad thing, honestly. Like, I'd rather a game be inspired by good things than be originally bad. Um, good point. But I, I think the fact that it is doing so well just speaks to how, yeah, how starved people are for that type of thing. Um, there's some quite, there's some open and long areas with not much in them. So, uh, like, being explorative can feel like a sort of a slow waste of time. Um, whereas I feel like, you know, Silent Hill maps are pretty good about that. Like, you can explore, but you're not... I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it, it guides you're not really more. rewarded for exploration? Is that what you're saying? No, like, not really. It, let me put it this way: Lin- it's, linear it's actually linear. Like it's it's very it's a very it's linear, linear game. It's, uh, the, the sense of exploration is false, basically. Yeah. Um, which you could say about Silent Hill too, but somehow it just works. I don't know. Uh, the, the I think the spirit- difference is Silent Hill ha- had like there was maybe some exploration, but all of those places were necessary. Like you, for the yeah. most part. You know, yeah, that may that may be true. It sounds um, like this. They just added like extra rooms and stuff to provide the illusion of an a more open game, but they're unnecessary and skippable. Right. They don't they contribute to even like the the sense of atmosphere, really, because you're just like, oh, there's nothing here. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just more environment. But um, the the stuff with the spirit world and the that kind of puzzle. Uh, mechanic of like the dual worlds the way they the way they utilize that and your spiritual insight those are pretty cool um i would have taken a shorter game with more inventive puzzles like more of the inventive puzzles using that mechanic because what was there i did like um but you know also some of the puzzles are not so much puzzles as like the only thing you can do that's that's actually a big problem with the game a lot of the stuff is it's the only thing you can do, so they're not puzzles, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> it's it's 
even it the pretends. puzzles are linear. Yes. Yeah, there's only there's only the solution. You can't fail. Um but that makes it sound more like a layers of fear type thing, but if you've played layers of fear and you expect it to be like that, it's really not for the most part. It's definitely more like a traditional walk around adventure game. And uh that to me makes it more engaging than something like layers of fear. Um Unfortunately, later parts of the game do fall back into their old habits a little bit, and it becomes more tedious, but I think that's, like, subjective. The later parts are uh, are pretty cool, pretty atmospheric, but, like, there's a lot of walking around without much interaction. Um, I don't know how much I should say about, like, the the story. I don't... um, is it good? I wish I I I do Aging? wish it was stronger than it is. Then ah, uh, it's not super interesting. It's more just like a curiosity. It's not deficient as far as mysteries go, but it's pretty basic. It's like find out about my origins. Um. By the way, the writer of all of Bluebird's games that I've played, it's the same guy, and he has a thing about fathers and children. And their relationships and you know, traumas. It's a big aspect of all these games he's writing. It's just something I noticed. I don't, <laughs> well, does I don't he, know does if he, he... Does he do it well or is it just kind of like... I, yeah, you know what? Switch it up. For that, it's pretty, <laughs> well, he, he does it, it pretty well. I, I'd say he, he handles it well. It's just like weird that he keeps doing this same, <laughs> uh, same content, you know? It's kind of cool though. Hey, you write what you know. You do yeah. right when you know, which makes you wonder. Um, something funny that happened to me was literally every cutscene was fine until the last one, which was the emotional culmination of the story, at which point it broke on my screen. And, like, parts of it were just staying on the screen. Um, so oh, that undercut... supposed to be spooky. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a, that's it's a sanity effect. Yeah, you're supposed to be like, oh, am I going crazy? Oh. <laughs> Honestly, though, it did undercut the moment a bit. And I thought I thought I actually missed something important in that last scene because of that. But upon looking up a video, turns out I didn't. Uh, so make of that what you will. That <laughs> what, I, what I'm saying there, that I didn't miss anything important. Um, the whole thing feels pretty serviceable, but somehow uninspired. You know, like it lacks a critical spark of creativity that could take it over that that line. But it's almost there. It, it's at least an interesting game, which is more than I can say for others of its type. Um, it's also maybe the most Polish game I've ever played. But all the characters the are speaking in American English. So it kind of presents a weird disconnect. Uh, they only have a voice, uh, uh, English voice track. I if they chose English over Polish due to limited resources or something, seems like the right move financially, but the wrong move artistically because the game is set in Poland and it deals with very po- Polish like political matters. All the names are like rendered from Polish names, and uh, I don't know. It's set in the it's set in ninety eight, and it's like references specific Polish event. I, it's strange. It, it, there's a disconnect because everyone's speaking in American English. Huh. Um, one last thing. 
uh, minor complaint, the main evil entity you encounter. It's a high quality design and model, but it looks almost entirely like a generic demon. Like just a... Like a red guy with horns? No, not like a devil, but like... It's startlingly reminiscent of... Demon. I was trying to figure out during the game what it reminded me of. Afterwards, I realized that it looks like the Angel of Death from Hellboy 2. <laughs> like, if you look up a picture it, of the uh, Angel of Death from it, Hellboy 2. Is it 2, this thing? Like... Yeah. It looks fucking... <laughs> Kind of looks like uh, the Schisms from uh, Simon oh, Hill. Uh... Yeah, you're right. It does kind of look like that. That guy looks cool. I mean, the Angel it's... of Death. I don't know about your guy. Yeah, for a suffer, it's from a suffer, that, That's what I'm saying. It's like a high quality design and even a good model, but like, it just it's uninspired because it looks almost exactly like another design ever people have seen, uh, and it it yeah. doesn't. Yeah, this one looks I less looked cool. Up... I looked up the concept art for this thing, and there were a bunch of discarded alternate ideas that I think would have been better. Uh, and it definitely should have been more thematically tied to the characters and like to its own association with moths, which it has. It's, I mean, it has like moth wings, I guess, but speaking of which, I feel like they just wanted to show off their moth tech a lot. Like, look, we Mod can do mods. The yeah, new moth engine? There's, there's a lot of moths in the game, and they're, they're like, very proud of their moths. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's a minor complaint, because I, I think it's fine. It's just, like, okay, I've, I've seen that before, and it's, like, the main thing in the game that you face. So, um, that's all I'll say about the medium. A lot of that was negative, but it's not like I didn't enjoy my time with the game. Oh, pretty medium um, about it. Yeah, pretty pretty medium about it. <laughs> medium Everyone about was right the medium. On the with that joke. Ring a ding ding, folks. Ba -ba -da -ba -do. And then uh, I'll go back and say I, I watched uh, a fun South Korean sci-fi movie on Netflix called Space Sweepers. Oh. Um, that sounds up my alley. It's whether they channelers up there. Yes. Yeah, that's on my alley. You nailed it, dude. John is a space janitor. Oh, I love space change. Uh, I think that that might this might actually be the movie for you. Um, it's kind of like a live action anime a little bit. It's that's it's got that vibe. It's, there's definitely some cowboy bebop DNA. It's funny that oh. that was brought up. Um, in one of the last scenes, I was laughing in joy at how quintessentially anime it had become. Like there was just a moment that I was like, "Oh my god!" They just <laughs> they went full anime. Um, it stars a bunch of South Korean people and also Richard Armitage as a primary character. Um, Who did? Well, he played Thorn Oakenshield in the Hobbit movies and uh, oh, say no more. Done other stuff, but I can't remember I didn't right know now. That. Um, but it. I, what I like about it is it. It doesn't take itself seriously, but it, it creates a very fun world um, and not like a... It generally treats the world it creates as like genuinely multicultural instead of inexplicably South Korean-centric. Um, so there's like a ton of English being spoken throughout the movie, even though the main crew is South Korean. And everyone's wearing a translator device, so there's all sorts of different languages being spoken. Um... And, the, like, the crew is, like, 
you know they're 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 fun like anime characters basically <laughs> they all got their own thing going on and they get up to to crazy situations and uh if you want to be sold on this movie there is a an android standing riding a spaceship who throws a harpoon fuck yeah so uh watch the movie sound pretty bad is, is somebody like me who is very annoyed easily by anime tropes going to enjoy this or i think you uh, i think you very much you very well could like i i don't think it's uh hmm there's it has, it's not without flaws but overall i had fun with it and i'd recommend it even if you i i bring up the anime stuff cuz i that's how i felt about it but like i it's definitely not on anime it's you know it's a live action sci-fi movie basically kind of like taking taking notes from other sci-fi movies you've seen having fun with right right cool all right i'll check it out what's the harm yeah anyway that's all i got we're about riding a shit ship throwing a harpoon that's all you got all right yeah hey fellas we've been going out a while i think it's about time to give ourselves a little break you know, step away from the mics. What are listeners? Here's some uh, soak it in. Here's some soak it in. Here's some off suck in their fat. Yeah. Did you just call our listeners fat? We yeah. still got my round table. We still got Greg's round table, and we got a slew of news. So tune in for the second half of the show. That's all. Bye for now. In the middle of the round table? Are you crazy? I'm. I don't understand what's happening. Oh, forget about this. I'll be right back. It's pretty. Everybody needs to have a, an exit bit. Like, we're going yeah. to get some water. now that i've watched those star wars movies like fallen order looks pretty dang cool now and i kind of want to get ea play play that right it's really great like even if you don't like star wars still like dude i oh it's definitely on my list i guess i've just been kind of i've been kind of waiting for ea to drop on game pass any day it just hasn't happened yet yeah, I was gonna say uh, with uh, that's gonna happen with fucking Mila with my Dad, watching those Star Wars movies. I've uh, I've come to respect Star Wars quite a bit more than I did that in Battlefront. Yeah, I, uh, I don't think I, I genuinely have. like Star Wars. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think I I don't think I have, but that's how you, the game is is really, really? great, uh, and you'll enjoy the well, game. That's good. Hey, Vito, I'm just saying, it's an old game. They're they're old games. We talk about F- Fallen Wait, Order. No, 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 I'm saying I'm, I'm saying if you get into that game, and you want to play another Jedi game. Oh, oh. In my opinion, the best Star Wars games are Kotor and Kotor Two. Yeah, but those are completely different games. This is a game they that's are. like on my speed. It's just like a fucking. I mean, it's not a dumb game, but it's it's a veto game. You know, I'm starting to realize oh, where I do you know, know. My, my lane. You know. Um, yeah, very beatable. Yeah. Oh, enough. Yeah, very, easy. Very beatable very game. I don't, I don't have to think too hard, but it makes me feel smart when I do like a puzzle or something like right. that. I don't, I don't want to put too much effort into a game, but I want to experience something, you know?
something right. cool. Yeah. Uh, that's my lane. Anyways, what else? I feel that. I smell that. And a lot of times, a lot of times, I'm in that mood. But it does feel some kind of nice sometimes to put a lot of time into something and like. Well, I'll, I'll get to it on my segment, but like. I'll wait till Kotor three comes out. Continue getting out. surprised at a game. You know, there's there's a value to that too. Yeah. Look, when I was young, when I was a young gamer, sure. But uh, now I'm an yeah, old the Jedi, washed, the Jedi washed Knight up gamer games might defeat you these days. Is that a dig? I don't know what that game is. is that like a? It's a series of games that are <laughs> like a little a bit older, easy... so maybe they're a little bit, you know. Just say it. Just say it. I should just play Lego Star Wars, all right? I know it. Well, I'm whoa, really whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what? Hey, you hold should, the though. fucking brakes, cool. you know? What do you yeah. have against Legos? You know, You're me and uh, Knox will play Legos. Lego games, right? We play Lego games together? Yeah, I've seen you guys play. Uh, yeah, it's been Lego, yeah, Lego games are charming and fun. <laughs> I'm telling. That being said, they're they're also the same game every time. We've talked about this before on the podcast. Yeah, yeah hell yeah, but dude, like... They're just nice games to just play and chill out, hang out with. Right. Hang out and play. Greg. Hey, man. What have you been doing the last couple weeks? Wait, are we starting? You can't just ask. Oh, yeah, oh my god. Oh, I didn't know we were starting off the bat. Alright. Uh, hey, everyone. I guess I'll start with uh, the movies, right? I watched. Uh, sure, yeah, we. Uh, I watched last couple weeks. Star Wars. Tramways. It was. Uh, I don't know. Did we talk about the second movie or did we? No, uh, no, that's what I was going to say. Is the last couple weeks. So we uh, we got and the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, these specialized editions. Yes. Yes. So we watched those. I can officially say, I think oh, Star shit. Wars is pretty okay. The second wow. one was the best. Third one was alright. First one I did not enjoy. <laughs> First one I hated Luke Skywalker, and I think he ru- almost ruined that movie for me. It's just the a first one, child. You know, it, what do you it want? It was just from the them? least, uh, least, especially nowadays. It's just the the least. Uh, it's the most underwhelming, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. The most underwhelming. But, uh, the so second one had uh, he got kidnapped by an old man. He's probably scared. I've I never will even say, seen space before. How he's fighting. But he, but he always true. talks about like womp rats and fucking shooting him in his Thai fucking fighter or whatever. But I will say, and this this is probably the most surprising for me, is I've hear I've heard all these stories of like Yoda. And he's like this <laughs> grandmaster. He's this idol everyone looks up to. And then you show him in the second movie, and he's just some dirty, homeless old man who lives in yeah. a fucking, on a, literally a dump planet. And he's just fucking, Luke crashes there, and he's fucking like, He's in hiding. Listen. Seriously? I, I couldn't believe there's not one fight scene with Yoda. That blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, just silly. He fights the swamp <laughs> to get the X-Wing out. No, uh, he actually fights uh, Swamp Cancer, Vito, and he loses pretty bad to it yeah, in the third he, movie. he fucking loses. Every, so, everything you guys are thinking about Yoda, it's 100% from the... The, uh, <laughs> the prequels, the next, I was guessing. Yeah, the prequels. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't, uh, so, don't worry, guys. There, There's a really cool scene in, in episode two where Yoda's fighting Count Dooku, and he's... Jumping around and doing so, all the somersaults. Yeah, I will say, yeah, that's really no, cool, no. I am yeah. 
I am genuinely, I, I, because I, I don't know, I have no absolutely nothing about the prequels except for there's uh, the Separatists in it. I am genuinely super excited to watch those movies more oh, than yeah. I am to watch these ones, the ones we just oh, yeah. watched. Oh yeah, I think they brought up in a while. Keep in mind how the Force was used in those movies we just watched. In the limited capacity it was, and then see how it changes. It changes that. And he's pretty cool. Why are you, why are you afraid of power, watch. John? It's not power, it's just Hollywood. It's just, oh, how can we get the, the smoothest brain possible to go, yeah, good. Wow, John's <laughs> anti science? I can't believe it. <laughs> now, there was. Oh, well, and don't worry, guys. Episode one will explain how the force works. Well, that's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm just, Why do you need to know? I, don't, I really don't give a shit. I'll exactly. No, like, need to know. There's just thing. There's a lot of questions I have, and I'm sure there's an average Star uh, Star Wars uh, fan in our listeners who is probably frothing at the fucking mouth while I'm talking about it. <laughs> but like, why don't we? Why doesn't Yoda have a race? Why doesn't his race have a name? Uh, we talked about that a lot. The it's Yoda mysterious, race. Bug. It's like a. It's like Dragon Ball, the it's Frieza just, race, It's just bro. like the... Yeah, they don't have it, a race. It, 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 there's, there's literally no better answer other than just artificial mystery. If they never yeah, give yeah. an answer, you always wonder. You know, there's always something mysterious about them. While we're also on this Yoda race, I want to say, I thought for the longest time, and this is just shitty marketing, I guess, I've always thought, you know, the Mandalorian has Baby Yoda in it. <laughs> I thought that was actually Baby Yoda. I, I, I thought like, that wait. the race. I, I, I was like, the race was called Yoda. So I was like, wait, what the fuck? This is like two hundred years in the past, and there's like bounty hunters. What oh, like technology nah. hasn't changed anything? Yoda is no, a thousand years old, though. You, you did see your. That's what. Yeah, yeah. So that's all. I, that's all. I'm like, what the yeah, fuck? So like, how is like? So during the Mandalorian, Yoda, Yoda is very active in the Jedi Council. Though I haven't seen the show, I presume we don't ever see him. What? Um, and on that yeah, note, I, too, same kind of thing. I thought that. We'd see a lot more of uh, Boba Fett, cool Boba Fett stuff. Uh, oh, dude! Let me tell you, Boba dude, Fett was badass. He was he was this badass looking bounty hunter in the second movie. I was like, dude, this guy's fucking badass. And then he just gets fucking bitch slapped by I'm pretty sure Han Solo, who was at the moment blind, and he just gets dude. shot into that fucking uh, what was it the the sandworm? Sorry, what was it he was blind. Oh, does does, does Sorry, he do blind anything in those movies other than just like? Years? He did does that he, on an empty stomach. Do, does he do he anything point, other than just like look cool in a few shots and then fall no, in the he, pit? That's literally he captures Han Solo. He, yeah, he captures oh, him. Yeah, that's great. Right, that's right. Darth Vader but then he's like, him. yeah, I was gonna say Darth Vader does a lot of the work. <laughs> he tracks him. Finds him. him. Yeah, he <laughs> but then, then he gets Boba. Boba, how did you capture the legendary? Legendary Han Solo. Oh, well, I had Darth Vader do it for me. <laughs> yeah, but and I found he literally, it. He's literally shot into a wall, smashed up against it, and then tumbles into the fucking Sarlacc pit. And whoa, like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Is, I, I'm remembering it differently. Didn't Han Solo, like, accidentally bonk him? Yeah. And then yeah, he fell he, in? He, like, smacked him Boba with, like, Fett. the back of, like, a staff. And just went. Where? Yeah. It, and he just, like, gets shot into the pit. And I'm like, all right. Is that it? And that was, yeah. that was definitely that they that they had this guy with a full backstory who like ended up making love to the Rancor or something like that. Oh, I was like, that was my what the fuck the whole... is going on? Uh, editors know he did not make love to the Rancor. No, he doesn't. It's not. It's in one of the comic books. It's in the extended lore. 
<laughs> all right. Honestly, but, uh, this was, no, it was, it was an enjoyable uh, experience watching the movies with you guys because that kind of reaction, like that's the stuff that people were talking about for you know all the decades uh, yeah, of Star Wars. I, I gotta existence. say, so it was like I was getting a kick out of this fresh sort of take on it that was like echoing the sentiments that people have had for years. You know? I, I, I gotta like, say, Boba Fett yeah. doesn't do anything; it just looks cool like that. Yeah, I was of course, yes. I, I was legitimately shocked at how much you guys didn't know about Star Wars, dude. I, like, knew I know you guys had never movie. seen it, but I just assumed that like you guys like had shit that was absorbed through like cos. Well, I did. I, I think I absorbed quite a bit through through just the uh, you know the zeitgeist, but hmm. I did. Yeah, there's a lot of things I just didn't know. Yeah, I, like yeah, I didn't know Jabba the Hutt was like a fat. Uh, yeah, I love like, your fat slug man. <laughs> I oh, you know, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is that? And then he ended up getting choked out by Leia, which I thought was insane. How this... No, no, no. The, the best part of that whole movie was when they're hiding behind the curtain. <laughs> that was insane. That I could not believe. Where literally, that was like... I, I, I would think that was like a parody of that movie. Where like, come on. A, like I, I know Jabba the Hutt would like, have some sort of breathing issue. <laughs> yeah, puffing and puffing back there. <laughs> like licking yeah. something. So yeah, he's licking people. A, Deviated septum or something like that. They would hear him <laughs> behind that curtain. I know it. I mean, C three PO was there. Was C was C three PO just standing fucking stone still, quiet the whole time? I think someone yeah. is holding their hand over his mouth. I may be misremembering. Mm. That's not how he works, <laughs> right? He doesn't have like a movable mouth. No. I mean, his mouth is like a little speaker. I guess. I is don't it know. just a speaker? I, I mean, just turn it up. <laughs> turn it just turns his up, internal dude. audio up. <laughs> But I, uh, but overall, I, I I enjoyed them quite a bit. So I will give Star Wars that. Yeah, and we're gonna, uh, we're, as as Greg said, we're continuing. We're gonna do. I am uh, all right. Very, I am very. Ex- I am personally right now. I'm gonna say I'm very excited. But the way everyone's acting, I feel like I'm gonna be pretty bummed out in the next podcast. I just think you should be properly aware that, you know, I think. Uh, think there's solid reasons why a lot of people think they're bad movies and i was telling Vito though it's definitely okay to like stuff about them or like them it's like there's no problem with that i I mean there's uh, i'll I'll tell you one cool thing about them to get you excited they are like flash said the last time we talked about which we didn't talk about on air they are very star wars you know what i'm saying like it it, it is it is still star wars like the star wars pause i mean dumb things happen whatnot but You'll see Jedi, you'll see Sith, you'll see, like, plots of the galaxy and different planets and that kind of thing. Um, I'm excited. I remember Um, when I was a kid thinking Darth Maul is the coolest looking person in the history of media. (laughs) And I feel like I already know I'm going to be disappointed by Darth Maul. Oh, and they're they're totally unique, too. Like, they're not just remaking the original trilogy like the sequel trilogy did. That's true. But uh yeah, that was Star Wars. Um I two uh, I believe it was Tuesday it came out. Uh Neo two came out on PC. Uh oh, yeah, me me, Kurt, and Noxel are all playing it through it together. Um there is not a single yokai that can stop us or put us down. Hell how yeah. could there be? Like uh Kurt uses a uh a staff and ninjutsu, of course. Nice. Uh, Noxel uses this humongous Odachi, uh, and I just beat people to death with my fists. Now, we are the 
We are the strongest group uh, to ever wash over Japan. Uh, there was never any doubt. It was never. It was. Just, it was. It's pretty like cool. a, more than Neo One, probably. Oh, uh, would you say it one more time? You cut out a little bit. Are, are you liking it more than Neo One? I definitely am. I like the uh, the Guardian Spirits a lot more. Uh, the new weapons are cool. I uh, trying to, I like. There's a lot of cool stuff about that. Uh, there's some things right. I don't like. Like uh, I'm trying to think of a I had a good one. Um, I don't like all the gear. You get a shit ton of gear in that game, and I feel like most of it I end up uh, either disassembling or just giving to a Kodama as a like an offering. I feel like they just they give an unnecessary amount of gear in that game. I I feel the same thing for returning. Um, but other than that, I I've I've been enjoying it a lot. I think we've. Got like 20 hours in the game. When it first came out, we played it till like 4 in the morning every night. Uh, and we've only gotten beaten like the second island. Like, I think we just started the third island. And then, uh, you know, Valheim came out and that absorbed our lives. <laughs> well, you know, most of our lives. Uh, but yeah, that's Neo. Uh, right. Valheim? That's, uh,. I mean, we've already talked about that, but... Did we leave you any scraps to discuss? <laughs> yeah, not really. I mean, like I, like I could say, I I have taken that game very well. I have 53 hours in it, and probably 16 hours of those are from me sleeping, just leaving the server on. But, uh... Greg, that... Greg I'm, thinking, I'm thinking a one-sentence description of Valheim is 3D Terraria... Without digging, uh, 3D Viking Terraria without digging. Uh that's yes. a good one. But I also, uh, due to today, I want to say Valheim is now uh, using a boat for two hours just to be stung by a mosquito and sent back and have to build a new boat to get my ship back. Oh right, because I. That's on. That's actually on the Steam page. If you look. Yeah, if you look, that's, that's the uh, new thing. But uh, that's a great game. Uh, I I expect great I expect great things from it. Do you and know, you can uh, dig when the estimated release date of this game is? I know it just came in early nope. access, so I have it, it came out the second of February. I have no idea, but they have like I think someone said they sold a million copies. It's a uh, pretty badass. Definitely look into it. It's already uh, out, Ding Lord. We're playing it. Yeah. I have anime, but I'm not... No, I have, one, I have one more thing. I was going to talk about anime, right. but I won't do that. Because I know you uh, you seize up when I do that. Uh, I've been having <clears throat> internet problems for the last week. I just got it fixed. But while my internet was out, I uh, played Yakuza 3. Uh, that was one of the few games I was able to download before my internet completely died. I beat that entire game. It is the best way to describe it is it is an if Yakuza was an anime, this is the OVA episode where it's a side it's a side story of Kiryu running an orphanage and then a tiny bit of Yakuza nonsense happens and he has to fix it. <laughs> where, was Yakuza three like the, the, the sort of the breakout game of the series though? Which one was uh, which one kind of did that. Yakuza 3 is like the black sheep of the series, I think, to many fans. 
I mean, I started Yakuza 4, like, the yesterday, and I played, like, 20 minutes of it, and I've, I I kind of feel like I got a good grasp on the the character that they get to start you with. He's pretty cool so far, but I, if you ask me, I could not tell you what his name is, because I don't remember it. Oh, it's, but, uh, uh, Kiryu. No, it is not. It is, uh, <laughs> it is some, it is some loan shark so far that I know. But he's cool. But uh, Yakuza 3, pretty solid. I didn't do any of the side stuff because that game, that, it, it's not really... The side stuff's not that engaging, I want to say, for me, for me at least. But the main story, like every Yakuza game, is solid. Um, I'm able, it's, just, it's just Kiryu taking care of kids in an orphanage. It's really all it is. Guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. And then some crazy shit happens. And it the game ends with a fist fight on a roof with your shirt off. As every Yakuza game. Well, that is just tradition. And that's all I have. John, you, you kind of uh I don't I wanna say bounced off, but you didn't get far into Yakuza three if I remember. No, I have um, not yet. I rolled in right after I played two and I I got like three or four chapters in, but the beginning is just really slow. It's a lot of orphanage, a lot of dealing with kids. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I like me and John talked about it a little bit, and like I told him because he asked me. It is most of the stuff has to do with that orphanage. If you don't like it, oh, okay. it's 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 probably about eight chapters of uh of orphanage stuff and four uh, yakuza stuff. Well, I mean, I, it sounds like that would be a game that I might play like you did and just kind of, like, not spend a lot of time with a sub Yeah, though. it was... I bought the entire collection for 40 bucks, and I just played the main story. I got, like, I think 30 hours into it. So I think it's that's fine for what I paid. Sure. And that's all I got. All right, which, cool. Which two of us are going to fist fight shirtless in the rain at the end of this podcast? Well, it wasn't in the rain, but I do plan on fist fighting someone, and if I have to, I will do what the one, the main bad guy did in the third game. Alright. I think I will... Uh, I'll go end. for my solo. I got a big solo, and I got a big multi. I'll go solo first. So I beat Pillars of Eternity. I've been talking about that. Had a good ending. Uh, I liked the way it wrapped up. The main story was fine. Overall, the third act was probably the weakest act of the game at least as far as like the side content goes, there wasn't really a whole lot to do, and the areas weren't super interesting to me. But what was cool was all the optional tough bosses at the end of the game. And uh, I went against this one fucker, this dragon, and I'm not going to lie. I almost gave up. I kept dying over and over and over. I, I couldn't come back to the podcast and report a loss. Yeah, I wouldn't so, have let you back in. <clears throat> so I was yeah. like, all right. Fuck this game. I was maxed all at this point, you know. I, I, I was I was pretty decent this game, I thought. I was like, fuck this game. I'm going to fucking cheese it. I went around and I spent... I had $200,000. I spent 150000 of my immense wealth going to every single town and buying all the scrolls, all the crafting material that they had, and then upgrading all the equipment on all my characters to, like, max. And, like, equipping all my characters with, like, scrolls and, like, these figurines that summon shit. And I came at the boss and I lost again. And then I came back at it one more time. 
I didn't even realize that he was dead until I got the quest notification. Well, that was like the breakthrough whoa. point. Yeah, he wasn't even the hardest boss, according to people online, but like I went through that night and I just cleared every one of the other optional bosses in one go. Just kind of like doing doing the same kind of shit. You found your zen. Hell yeah. I found yeah. my zen. And I stomped through the rest of the game and now I'm on the Pillars of Eternity 2. Nice job. Uh, it's huh. I'm only like an hour and a half in so far, but uh, it's decent. Well, decent. I mean, it's good. I mean, uh, I was commenting on the in the other day that uh really appreciated the big fresh UI update. Things look a lot cleaner. Um, you know, it's uh, a lot of the same stuff, but just neater and smoother. You know, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Since I'm going straight from one to two, it's almost like I'm just and uh, you know you <coughs> sorry you import the uh, character. Or you can't import your history and shit like that. And you play as the same character, so um, it's almost like I'm just continuing the same story. But now things look a lot nicer. And now, oh hey, I'm in a different continent. You know, it's like an Elder Scrolls game. I'm in a different part of the world, and uh, I'm going to get a boat eventually and fight pirates and shit like that. It's got a nice continuity. So nice you can, continuity. You can bring a character over. Does that bring over anything else because uh so now bring a character over might not be the best way to describe it i think it just brings over like the things your character did because you still oh, okay. make your character you know i i actually made my character exactly the same as my character in towards of Eternity one for continuity but i did at one point import a thing called dandemus i don't know what all that did it might have just imported, like, my personal actions throughout the game. Okay. I don't know. The sequel remembers your choices. And it's kind of cool because you make a big choice about the world of the end of Pillars of Eternity War. And it's not a difficult, or sorry, it's not an easy choice to make at all. I, I definitely thought about it. Um, and when you import the save in Pillars of Eternity 2, you're kind of like in a, uh, the way the game opens up, you you have a chance to, like, change it. Like, you know, you can oh, change yeah. that just in case. Well, you know, no, actually, I didn't know I was going to play another game in this world. <laughs> I don't want to do that, you know. So, uh, that, that's neat. But really, we need to talk about some bugs. Getting small. Oh, there are bugs hand. in the dang Pills of Eternity? You didn't talk about those. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. I'm, talking, I'm talking about Grounded. Oh! Uh, or John Flask, yeah, Sutton, and myself played a bunch of grounded. I'd say like what, ten, twelve hours ish at least. You lo- you lose track of time down there in the garden. Yeah, yeah we I'm... played like basically two long sessions of grounded. Yes. I was digging it. It's fun. I mean, we uh, first session we kind of did a lot of the same stuff. That we've all done before. We got an ill clam. Uh, but you guys really went all out with the base. You and Sutton, John. Uh, and you guys... Man, that place looked really nice. I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't build a single thing. I was out exploring, <laughs> killing things, and gathering shit. And you were... Uh, you guys were making a, a home. Yeah, the power tower really puts it all together. A tower really that you does. can only access by trampoline. <laughs> 
God. We got to play that some more, actually. You know, we got some more shit. Well, we got stuff to wrap up. Stuff to do. Yeah, we have bosses to kill, big spiders. I'm down. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so then the second session was when we really got into the new content. New as in a couple months ago. They added a, a lot of shit to the pond. Oh, yeah, they did. Added, yes. added a whole lab down there. And they also added some labs to some other places. John uh, stumbled on a little adventure for all of us. Uh, when he went exploring up in the, near the bushes, that was quite a bit of fun to do. And then one thing that game I feel like is good at is like shit like John doing that or like Sutton discovering how to get to the lab. There's a lot of shit where like we're all trying to like figure out the best way to do something. And then when somebody does, it's like, okay, hang on, let's all get together and do it. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I love point. shit like that in games, like the cooperative. Yeah. Everybody's got a goal. Let's figure out how to do it kind of moments. Yeah, and even like the the you know, each of us would like test out something in the water and find out like oh that that doesn't work or that does work, and then the group would adopt those tactics and proceed right, from there. Right, it is good. It's the magic of those uh, those types of games. It's kind of we got to get some uh, Valheim right now. We got plenty of places to explore. We should. I mean, I I know Berg will keep generating quests, but. I'd like to at least do the explore ones, you know, get all the notable markers yeah. down. Um, got some uh, enemies to kill. Haven't killed any bees yet. We don't. I don't even think we have level two armor yet. I do. Oh, do you? Nice. Yeah, ladybug. Sorry, we're faster sure than everybody. Not. I'm a knight. Definitely lame mentioned. that it's limited to four people, though. Definitely, I mean, maybe there's. Limited to four people. Oh, lame that it is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you think ten is limiting. Try four, well, bud. I don't know. Given some of the problems that we receive sometimes, there was, in that 10, 12 hours, there was maybe about an hour of jank dealing with, like, can't connect, or not can't connect, but, like, weird things happening when you connect, having to, like, reload the game, that kind of thing. Yes. A lot of like, oh, I don't have my inventory. I have to rejoin, or uh, my oh, backpack yeah, is just not <laughs> showing up. Yeah, so we have to restart. And once I'll we, you know, the the thing is like with a game like Valheim, I feel like you could just keep going even past like the story content. Like I feel like you could just have fun just playing in the world. Grounded is oh, yeah. less so that uh, grounded feels like. Uh, they're so. It's a bit, the story it's a bit content thin. they have, yeah, yeah. The story content that they have added is like is is cool, definitely to find. And then once you do that, uh, and you're just stable, it's like there's no real reason to continue so much. Uh, like we experienced yeah. last time. Not not not. It's not like super fun to just keep. Uh, playing because there's not that much to upkeep, not that much new stuff to try. So l yeah. less so than other crafting games, other survival games. Yeah, I mean, grounded. I don't know. I don't know how much story they want to add. I mean, it could be that like, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it could be the pacing is going to be totally different on release. But it definitely seems like it with a dedicated group of four people who kind of know what they're doing. It doesn't take long to get to a steady state in that game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We also, like this time, we set up our camp and we don't ever get attacked by anything even. 
That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we were talking about that. It seems like, yeah, no ants could try to come in and, like, take our stuff. It's very strange. I don't know if they... It's like they nerfed it or or something. Because, like, yeah, Flash, you remember on release, I feel like we had, like, multiple nights where a wolf spider would knock down our walls and come towards our base and that that type of thing. Like, I I definitely remember big-ass spiders fucking with the walls and, like, destroying parts of our structures and that kind of thing. And I'm sure some people would say, like, you know, uh, that they enjoy, like, if you go on the subreddit, most of the content there is about building structures. And, like, yeah, that that's always fun in games like these, you know, just seeing what you can do and where you can do it. But to be fair, all games like this reach a plateau at some point. I think this one, you just reach it a little bit faster, maybe, than some of the other ones I've played. They, they, like, make it easy to entry. That's why I wonder if, like, the story is going to be, like, really long or something. If it's going to keep getting you stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and I guess I kind of get veering a bit into spoilers. I'll just say some predictions to get on there. I feel like what the game is wanting you to do is to, like, explore all the labs and then come back. But then, but then what? I mean, you explore all the labs, but, like, each lab doesn't take that long to do. So is that really all the story's going to be? It's just, like, pointing to different labs and that kind of thing? I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's really got to, like... have an end state at some point. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to, like, do some radical shit, like, make a whole huge shed, you know? And that kind of thing. And then, like, make the basement area, that kind of thing. I don't know. Just keep going outward past the under construction fences. <laughs> I could definitely see something like that where, like... Act 1 is, like, the backyard, and, like, Act 2 is the shed, and, like, Act 3 is the basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be badass. That'd be... Oh, man. I want to get to the point where we're, like, Lilliputians swarming over a human. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it really just depends on how long they want to keep developing it. I mean... I think they've been pretty tight-lipped about what their plans are, ultimately, for the game. So, we'll just have to wait and see. Yep. Speaking of wait and seeing. I got some My news. Eyes are peeled. Oh, I oh. see the news. News, right news, 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 news. Uh, Terraria on Stadia has been canceled after the developer's Google account got locked. He was posting on Twitter <laughs> that after three weeks of trying to get his Google account unlocked, like his Gmail, everything, his YouTube, his Google Drive. Um, he has decided to cancel Terraria for Stadia. What the fuck? Wait. <clears throat> his account got locked by Google for... It seems like it was uh, some sort I, of automatic doing something wrong process or? that then he couldn't get an easy reversal no. to. Bot he, like, yeah. So basically, the account got... Uh, flagged for something and he thought it was must have been a mistake because they hadn't posted content to it for like a while uh but then it did get locked and then he tried in vain to get anybody to get back to him about unlocking it and apparently he was frustrated enough by that process that he decided i will cancel the game that is almost finished for stadia because dude fuck yeah i love that that much i think it's very funny i i think i think it's a very good move i mean come on I've dealt with you're, Google. You're, you're literally uh, supporting Google for this. You don't need to pour your game over there. Yeah. yeah. I've had I'm, bad experiences uh, with Google support as well. 
it's like non-existent. So I, I, I could see that happening. Him just getting locked and never getting a response from anybody. And of course, there's like a PR person in his Twitter feed going like, hey, uh, you want to talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you're going to have people, you know, defending Stadia or Google being like, I, how can <laughs> you, you defend you Stadia at this point? I don't know. Just, I yeah, know. I mean, that's insane to me. There was somebody who put it best in some article that pointed out that like Google and Amazon are kind of treating games like a uh, like any other software product and aren't really being really, you know, no passion or whatever put into games and that kind of thing. Not really paying much attention to the gaming college or just treating it like any software product. And it's part of the reason. Yeah, I mean, I think. Well. People's, uh, I mean, I've seen multiple people give this take, but like that they treat it like any other sort of, you know, tech project where the initial push is all they're interested in. Supporting it is not on, you know, not on their radar, not on the cards. They don't care about that aspect of like supporting it, making it better over time. It's all about what's fresh to them. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. What can potentially become the next big thing for them. And then they just kill whatever doesn't work, which is a lot. <laughs> I say frick the Google Stadia. I said it. Frick them. I second Frick them all it. the heck. That's it. Unless they want to sponsor me, then I will take, then I will say well, good yeah. things. Yeah. I mean, come on. No, I wouldn't. I'll be honest. I mean, yeah, come on, who would? I'm with Greg, whatever he says. Right, right. Cyberpunk got cyberpunk? Yeah, so cyberpunk got cyberpunked by some hackers who ended up uh, breaching uh, the CD Projekt Red network somehow, downloading a bunch of uh, data off their servers, including the source code for Gwent, cyberpunk, Witcher 3, an unreleased version of Witcher 3, Probably some other things, as well as uh, accountant data, HR data, legal data, and that kind of thing. So, pretty significant breach, it seemed, though. CD Projekt Red believes that no user data was involved, fortunately. And uh, they've also indicated they have no intention to pay off the ransom. And, and I did see somebody posted that the Gwent source code has been leaked at the very least. Well, I think I saw today that they sold, they auctioned off some code for seven million dollars on damn the dark web, or whatever you call oh, it. Oh shit! Um, yeah, I guess they uh, CD Projekt Red said, "Sorry, we don't negotiate with terrorists." And then they said, "Okay, well, we'll just we'll just sell it then." And that's then die. That's what happened. <laughs> um. What uh, what use uh, would somebody have with like somebody's source code? Do you guys know? I, I don't know. That. That's uh, that's that's you, way you above could, my pay grade. You could compile it yourself. So yeah, I, I did a little looking on this too, and I, I read some other people. They're saying is yeah, some you know stuff like that, but also it's just like content that could have been left in the game that maybe. Like cut content or even you know stuff that they plan on doing in the future, 
that they had in there that maybe you know they wanted to save the hype and release later you know that stuff's gonna you know could be in there and you know yeah it's well, guess, also like the, the I guess human what I'm factor is, that like the software developers could like be leaving like little notes or like documents for each other exactly that aren't that just like aren't like sanitized for outside view and then inside you end up baseball. like making making some exact inside baseball and then you end up just blowing up the spot of these normal software developers who had no idea of what was going on, you know? No, no, but I guess what I'm asking is somebody just bought this for $7 million. What is worth $7 million in that, in that source code to them? Is it that they could then sell that to somebody else? Is that that they can make their own game? Okay. All right. Here's the thing. They're going to make their own game. They're what? They're going to get sued into existence. It was illegal for them to buy it. It's illegal for them to own it. Well, that's well, what I'm saying. Some I actually like Chinese developer that. or something bought it, and I guess they could make a game. Because who? How are you going to sue them? Other than that, yeah. I, I can't see how it would be worth seven million. But I also, yeah, like, I don't know exactly. You, uh, you know, I don't know exactly. Yeah, I mean, I know that that like it makes it super easy to mod things, and I know that like you can compile it yourself. So like you really never it, it you it, you pirate the game basically. Like everything about the game, you can just make it make the exe yourself. How you can make seven million dollars off of that? I like uh, the idea that someone who has that capability is spending seven million dollars to buy it just to recompile it to play it. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it just, just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> all of this. Yeah. Well, they just buy it to roll around in the code, dude. I mean, it's like you know, it's any commodity, any valuable thing. They just roll around in it. Yeah, like They're a pig. It. Spread it yeah. out, spread out all the ones and zeros and big yeah. on their bed. And they yeah. jump into it, and start throwing it up in the air. Mm. Yeah. Burn lights so, them on fire. We ain't, we ain't got no PS5 owners here, I don't believe. No, you know what's funny is on the break I uh, was looking for a PS5. <laughs> well, did you find much it? like the Nintendo oh. Switch, the Sony PlayStation 5s? Dual sense controllers have a joystick drifting issue. I haven't heard Yikes. about this actually. Yeah, the, I've I seen mean. I've seen it posted here and there, and then on on I found a Reddit thread with this um, story that seemed to have a lot of people who indicated that this was an issue they've dealt with. I don't know if it's as common as the Joy-Con thing. I mean, only time right. will tell. The system's only been out three months now, so we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, like the article brings out that the the Joy-Con drift kind of overshadows this in uh, the public consciousness, and definitely did for me because I don't think I've heard about the PS5 drift for sure. It's crazy. I always just heard good things about the PS5 controller. Me too. Guess I'm not buying one now. Sorry, Sony. <laughs> yeah, trash console. Oops. Well, uh. I know you guys are eagerly awaiting this news, as am I. We'll just have to wait and see. We don't have it yet. I constantly EA forget this game exists. Is going to decide if Anthem oh. Next is going to be Anthem Cancelled. Oh, is that like a new subtitle? Like a... Oh, they're going to change the What name. does that mean lore-wise? Cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> is it like you don't a, even want to know. Uh, well, okay, so... As you guys remember... Anthem had a failed launch, hilariously failed. It was maybe the biggest disaster of the year, but that's hard to say because I think that was a year that had a few disasters. But 
Needless to say, Anthem did not do well, and then they promised they would make an Anthem 2.0, a totally reinvented version of Anthem that gives players the Anthem they really wanted, and it's going to be called Anthem Next. I did not know and about far, that. And according to Jason Schreier, uh, we reported on that about a year ago, I remember that. I did not remember about that. <laughs> I, I remember this story, I just can't believe it's still a thing. Like, Are there actually people out there who like wanted this? Well, I mean, there are people there who wanted to not have spent $60 and then <laughs> had this game that was supposed to be supported for years and years uh, end within a year of it coming out, yeah. That would be right, nice. Right. I'm just saying, I mean, probably... that's, just, that's what's so crazy to me is that, like, you know, they, they I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, it look, was like months. Hey, the, the writing's on the wall, dude. Marvel's Avengers ain't far behind this one, you know what I'm saying? No. Like, sure. But it's crazy that they can have these games uh, no, that John, they... No, don't say that. You know, they're like, hey, you know, this game's coming. I mean, it's, it's live service. It's shit, you know, thing. We're going to support it for years, and then they're just like, <laughs> but actually... I still believe in Marvel's so, Avengers. So we'll see. EA is going to decide if Buy they're going to cancel the game this week. <laughs> Buy it, So Vito. I guess we'll... We'll, uh, maybe maybe discuss next week whether the game is canceled or not. Maybe if we don't hear about it, the game wasn't canceled. We'll see. Yeah, they're either going to expand the team or or cancel it, which I think is funny that <laughs> it's in either direct. It's not just like stay the course and finish it. It's just like either commit more to it or just put an end to it. It'd be pretty. Uh, it'd, many, it'd be uh, pretty shaggy dog story if it just ends up like <laughs> nope, it didn't happen. For sure. Well, there's been a lot of buzz about the GoldenEye Xbox Live Arcade version. I guess it was a near-complete version of the game that was unreleased, and it was leaked recently. It's a high-definition remake for the Xbox Live Arcade. Uh, and some of the rare guys have opened up about the game's development. We've heard things that, like the game was maybe 90 bucks away from being released. And they were working wholeheartedly on the game. They had every reason to think it was going to be released. You know, they thought they thought they had all the clearance they needed. But some guy at Nintendo who had a lot of power, who wasn't informed about it, said something like, "There's no way that a uh, <clears throat> sorry, there's no way that a Nintendo uh, game is going to end up on a Microsoft console," and <laughs> basically vetoed the project out of hand. Recently, a near all right, recently, almost the most recent version has been leaked online. I guess it's not quite the most recent version because it doesn't have all the bug fixes the 90 bugs to the end version has. But either way, I guess it's kind of cool that people are playing that. I, I gotta say, my editorial comment, I think people who are GoldenEye stands are sleeping on Perfect Dark. Uh... Well, when I first heard about this, I was like, didn't this exist? But then I think I was thinking of GoldenEye Source. Well, there's also the Perfect Dark Xbox Live arcade remake. And that oh, does yeah. Exist. Okay, there's that too. Strangely, that know. does exist. Yeah. Yeah, why, uh, why that one? I guess because it's a less Well, I guess popular. Perfect Dark Zero exists, so maybe Microsoft owned that IP. Oh, it might be yeah. an IP-owning thing. I didn't play these games as kids. So right. Because, uh... yeah. Because Perfect Dark might be owned by Rare because it's an original IP. Right, know. something like that. In fact, I don't really even think James Bond's that cool. Dude, what All the right, fuck? well, I would have to disagree. 
He got I've been reading about a lot about this stuff, and like, apparently, people attribute a lot of the reasons why the games kind of suck after Goldeneye is that one of the uh, what's her name, Barbara Broccoli, or something like that, one of the people who kind of hold the reins at James Bond did not want a Bond that basically had very strict criteria for what Bond does, and like, part of that was hmm. shit like Bond characters can't. Or good guys can't fight other good guys, so you can't ever have other good guys in uh, in multiplayer. <laughs> I haven't heard about and, that. That's funny. Yeah, shit like that. I, I read about that going down this uh, GoldenEye rabbit hole. So how true that is, I don't know. But it's worth looking into. But there might be structural reasons why most of the games suck. I mean, so I'm excited for IO to just take at it. <laughs> I want to see the Hitman guys give me a James Bond game. Golden Knight was a big part of my childhood, and uh, I tried to go back to it. I tried to play it like an, an emulator a couple times over the past decade or so. You can't go back. It's one of those games. You can't go back. Not really. Um, like to Is play it casually. the joystick thing? It just the controls aren't very good. <laughs> They're age. When you, they are when age. We got we to gotta go back and play Perfect Dark when that eventually comes to Game Pass. And do the, uh, yeah, like when it, the, you know, when it, uh, when that came out on Xbox Live Arcade, that you know that worked, right? So yeah, yeah, it would have been nice. I think that was towards the end of like when we were playing on the Xbox, and maybe we weren't playing it as much. I don't remember beating it on the arcade or anything, but I can understand anyways. why people would want this one for sure. Flask, you ended up throwing this one on the docket, but the Moon Studio. CEO, I don't know his name handy, he put the No Man's Sky, Cyberpunk, and journalists in general on blast over some video game ethics. Blast, yeah, just, do you want to go into some more details about what he said? On oh, sure. Said uh, just for our listeners, Moon Studios, they're the people behind uh, Ori. Ori and the uh, blank <laughs> games. Um, and on, on the forum uh, Reset Era, he... Uh, well, I'll just I'll read what I wrote when uh, Brendan asked for a uh, TLDR, and um, so yeah, CEO uh, went on sort of a rant against the practice of deliberate mis- misinformation in pre-release promotion. He specifically name dropped a few people like uh, Peter Molyneux and um, Sean Murray from from uh, Hello Games and. Uh, companies who have had particularly egregious examples of it. But then he posted an apology specifically addressing his uh, rashfulness or his rashness, his tone, his uh, name dropping specifically as mistakes worth apologizing for. But, uh, you know, that's that can be contrib- uh, attributed to, uh, you know, like industry politics and people get dumb fanboys getting angry at him. They're always, they're always out there getting angry. Yep. Why all the anger? Be happy. But it it seems like most of the you know thoughtful commenters agree with or at least support the outspokenness of that original take. I yeah, I respected what he said. I, I didn't find anything wrong with what he said. I understand. I you know yeah. I'm not surprised that he had to change his tone. Just you know maybe as an industry professional. 
As, as a professional in any industry, you kind of got to... Can't speak know, your mind. <laughs> can't really, yeah. But it's unfortunate because the gaming industry could improve in a lot of ways if more people uh, were called out for their for their bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I heard he mumbled under his breath that he didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, I, I must apologize to everyone. I didn't mean that word. So. What was that? He said, he said, JK, right JK, what was that? Bro. Did you say something? Just yeah, his fingers crossed. No, no I didn't say anything. <laughs> I think, I, I think he, uh, I think he ended up regretting specifically naming people yes. more so than what he said, which, yeah, yeah he didn't. That. It was less of an apology for the actual content of his message, more, more an apology for how he chose to say it. Yeah, I wonder if that's because, you know, when you do something like that, you damage your reputation with maybe not those people, but like the publishers they work with. And then you're a gaming company and, you know, right. mm-hmm. you're harming your game studio by doing something like that. So that's probably industry what, politics, yeah. industry politics. But plus, I mean, if he apologizes, he kind of gets the best of both worlds. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying he thought about this, but like he, he, he said what he wanted to say. And he also covered himself. He took backsies. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of covering themselves, boy, E3 is pushing forward with a digital event this year, apparently. It's going to cost six figures to be part of the show, and the ESA hasn't even approved it yet. Oh, yeah, they called us. I told them we'll be there. Well, we're paying yeah. six figures, <clears throat> Sean? No, well, no, they're you're paying, paying six, six figures. figures. Oh, lovely. Oh, yeah, this yeah. this this isn't going to happen, right? I mean, who... like They're paying me six figures. Who is going to want to show up to E3 to pay six figures? I mean, any kind of like... Anybody except Microsoft or Sony, I guess, would would just say, fuck no, I'm not going to pay that kind yeah, of money. No I'll just stream it, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. even... Yeah, even streaming around E3. Sony usually just does their own thing. Well, I mean, I guess they have... Exactly. And like, last year, too, so, right? I mean, Sony, I thought, didn't they do their own thing separately? Like, they did, like, their own... They they officially weren't part of E3. Yeah, they yeah. had their own show. And I think Microsoft was the only hold-on. I mean, it's just... I, I guess it's up to Microsoft. Nintendo's not going to be there. Sony probably won't, isn't going to be there. It might just be Microsoft. I mean... If that's the case, there ain't no show. I like the line that... Company. I like the line that the quote great conversations with developers and publishers like what does that mean the conversations are really nice but uh, nothing's happening (laughs) (laughs) greg i'll let you take our last one home just announced today ladies and gentlemen i mean this is pretty pretty big news kingdom hearts that's right kids kingdom hearts is coming to the pc uh, which, what, all of them or just the all one? of them? Shit. All of them. I'm not no, gonna wait. get them. No, I looked up. Uh, no, I it's all series. Yeah, yeah, all series. Yeah, that's all of them. Yeah, it's all of them, Vita. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I thought you said otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, so, well, no. Is it hold on? Is it yeah. actually all of them? Like even like the PSP so the, and like the. No, the well, releasing... it's the main games. Okay, okay. That would, so, so that the, would be crazy. <laughs> On yeah, consoles, the releases of Kingdom Hearts have been just like a fucking mess to a casual observer. They're like all these weird combos of different games. So like 
I think they're doing the same thing on PC where it'll so be the games that are the coming 1.5 plus 2.5 remix, yeah. which includes three other games that were like well, side stories. Right. That Hold kind of on. Thing. So yes, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5. That is one game in itself for 50 bucks. Uh, then there is 2.8, the final chapter prologue. And then there's King, Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> <laughs> and, then there, and then there is Kingdom Hearts a Melody of Memory. These are all available March 30th, 21. Yeah, for the low, low price of $220, you can play the games that came out. Like, yes. I don't even know fucking when, and half of them aren't even that great. Well, not even 10 years ago, like 15 years ago. So. I actually, like last year, bought, um, what was it, the, the, the story so far for PS4, because I saw yeah. it, on, it, there was a good sale on it at some point, and I was like, I'm going to play these games at some point. I played the first one, that's the only one I've ever played, but I'm going to play the rest at some point. So I just bought the, the title called The Story So Far, which is basically every game in the series. I also uh, own that on that PS4. It's a good deal. It's a good deal. Now that yeah. one's a good deal. Yeah, yeah. That one's not coming though. It's all the weird no, mixtures. Yeah. I don't even know what what is Remind. Uh, what is Melody I, Memory? I the think card game. I was like, I think that's the rhythm game that just came out. <laughs> okay. But don't quote me. I'm I. I own every Kingdom Hearts games, and I've only beaten the first one. Oh. And I haven't gotten past like maybe I haven't. Oh shit! I've beaten oh, the first boss and the second one. I've Chain of Memories and two. I am not a Kingdom Hearts fan. I think that is the most mediocre garbage on the fucking planet. But I, I saw I that think it and I was like, charm. oh, yeah. I'm in the middle of Flash. I like break. Disney. <laughs> I like Disney, and I like Final Fantasy. But uh, I have a friend that talks about this game like it's the. Uh, like, it's the Bible itself, and I'm like, dude, this sounds... If you were to tell me this, I'd think you were fucking high. He's like, well, yeah, you know, I was fu- I was working with Hercules, and then Mickey showed up. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up, all right? I think I, think I know this friend, don't I? Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's insane. <laughs> I mean, apparently Kingdom Hearts 2 is the one to play, but I still haven't played it after all these years. So I, yeah, I... Uh, I guess I can't really I, comment on the series. I got to Beast Cast, and I was like, I'm done. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> Those games were fun. I enjoyed them. Good action. Mm. RPGs. The story was. Uh, I, I enjoyed it as a kid, and then I, I. The spell of whatever spell the story had on me when I played one Chain of Memories and two, I was like really into it. it was broken when like they announced like the next three games, and they were all on different handheld platforms, and I was like, "Fuck that." I dropped the series in and haven't picked it up since. Well, yeah, shit's too weeb for me. We know, Vito. No. The, uh, I, don't, I don't like Disney. I don't like anime. Right. I don't like any of that All right, shit. Vito. How about this? Concrete and uh, gray and all yeah. I'm going to put... I'm going to throw one more news story up. We got... What's the next news story you got there? The next news story, and I know you've all been biting, you've been biting for it. Jack Black is playing Claptrap in the Borderlands movie, everyone. 
Yeah, we've been talking about what the fuck is happening with this. <laughs> what is we were this we thing? were we were literally memeing the, the night before about that movie, and like somebody was joking about Jack Black playing Claptrap. And then the next morning, this breaks. That's insane. I they have a microphone in our Discord for sure. I think Kurt is Jack Black, and he just doesn't want to tell us. So what do you got so far? You got Kevin Hart. You got Kevin Hart. You got Jack Black. You have uh, what's her name? Eli Roth is the director. You got Kate Blanchett. Yet. Jamie Lee Curtis. No, Jamie Lee Curtis. That's it. Freaky Friday. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. What? Yeah. No. He's, really? He's he's, he's, he's directing it. Actually. He's directing it. Listen, Vin Diesel needs to fucking just work on Ark, all right? He's, he's thinking of the Stop Ark it. series. Stop it, Vin. I'm kidding. But oh, well, that being fine. said, you did forget about uh, executive producer Randy Pritchard. Yeah, I don't no one can forget about him. He gets his little mitts into everything. Randy Pritchard, he's he's the uh, magical owner of Gearbox. Magical? <laughs> In the sense that he's <laughs> magically terrible? I'm claiming it right now. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to be in the Borderlands movie. I'm calling it right fucking now. Who do I think he's going to play? Wasn't there some sort of controversy about Randy Pitchford? Yeah, he sucks. (laughs) I was like, yeah, yeah. He owns Gearbox. I'm just going to talk to listeners while everybody else sucks. What's that? that? I appreciate you joining us tonight. Hello? uh, Thank you. Everybody, yeah. Randy hey, Pitchford sucks Coming though. Out. Randy Pitchford, I don't know who you are, and I really don't care. I'll be honest. But if Flash he says he sucks, I'll believe Flash. I just I don't even remember what he did, yeah, but I boycotted like, him. In my mind. He had like CP. Oh, I don't remember about that. I'm not sure. That's a real thing. There's like a lawsuit on him. And what are you doing, Andy? Yeah, he owns he owns Gearbox. And he just does hey, whatever he cold. wants with it. And it's not a good work environment, apparently. Uh, Listeners, I'm going to need you to... Well, fuck that, tonight. dude. All right, Stay well, warm. fellas, Andy's thank you out. for joining me here today. I want to thank you guys for uh, joining me today as I finish up uh, the Brooklyn Campfire Podcast, episode 45. 45 episodes, guys. Can you believe it? Pretty great. Maybe we'll do something special on the 50th episode. I would like that. I personally feel like I could improve a lot better on this. I say uh a lot. But uh, we'll deal with that another day. Uh, when you have the chance, if you have any questions or burning concerns or you just want to insult one of us, personally me, go to the go to the Broken Campfire podcast at gmail.com. That's it, right? No, nah, it's yeah. just brokencampfire at gmail.com. Brokencampfire at gmail.com. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. See you Thanks, next everybody. week. Can we get some no. exit music, Cut out for fucking veto. Oh, you want some music? I'll get you some music. Hold on. Um, That's how you end that shit. That sounds familiar. What is that? That's uh, the intermission from Hunter X Hunter.